0: Week. Hi Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome Glam We <laughs> hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Blance. What's your favorite scary movie? If you didn't say scream, see yourself out. <laughs> okay, okay. If you didn't say Scream, maybe you don't like scary movies, and I understand that, kind of, because I love scary movies, even though half the time I keep my hands over my eyes.
0: I hear you like horror movies, Kirby, but do you like them as much as him?
1: And Scream just keeps getting gorier and gorier, so I really have to pull myself together to watch these movies. But today, I hope that you will give Scream the credit that it deserves because it's truly one of the best scary movies out there. And we have the one and only Courtney Cox on the podcast today. If you don't know, Courtney plays the iconic news reporter Gail Weathers. Hello.
0: Hello, Gail.
1: In all of the Scream movies, I think she said she is the longest-running Scream queen to be a part of a franchise. There are now six Scream movies, and she's been a part of every single one of them now. So she truly is the Scream queen. And Sarah and I are just really big fans of Courtney. I had the opportunity to meet her last year at Jenny Kane Holmes' store in Brentwood at the Brentwood Country Mart. And it was an intimate conversation. She talked about why she started her home care line, Home Court. We have talked about this brand a lot on the podcast. If you're not familiar, we talked about it in one of our gifting episodes last year for the holidays. Sarah and I just really, really love this brand. It is a celebrity brand done right. And it feels authentic to Courtney. I think a lot of you probably think of Courtney and you think of Monica Geller, this type A, straight laced, clean freak who likes what she likes the way she likes it. (laughs) And Courtney has gone on the record before and has said she's very much a Monica. She loves to keep things clean and organized. She is an incredible host. She loves to share her home with people. And that is why Home Court kind of came to be. We have her on the pod because Home Court launched some new room sprays recently. I've personally waxed poetic about how much I love the neroli leaf fragrance of these products. I love the counter spray. The candles are incredible. The hand cream, I wish it was a body cream. I actually use it as a body cream because it's so delightful. It absorbs easily, but really keeps your skin moisturized. its It makes it a joy. Y'all know how I was obsessed with <laughs> Dawn Power Wash. I'm equally as obsessed with all of the home court products. So she launched this new room deodorant. It's a first of its kind room deodorant. A lot of people will probably compare it to Febreze, but it's been clinically tested to reduce and neutralize odors in the kitchen, bathroom, and beyond. The fragrance, it feels like you're purchasing a Tom Ford fragrance and spritzing that in your home, but it's a little bit lighter than a traditional fragrance, which I really appreciate. I gave Patrick Cece, which is Courtney's favorite fragrance, to use in his bathroom and in his office. Because it kind of has a little bit more of a masculine note to it, and he is loving it. I kept Neroli Leaf for my office because I stand it. And then the citrus mint is amazing for the living room area. It's just fresh and clean smelling. I think this interview with Courtney is going to make you fall in love with her even more than you may already be. She goes in depth about her makeup and routine, which we loved. She was like, Am I supposed to stop? We're like, no, keep going. So she really goes into that. She talks about of her beauty mistakes things that she regrets doing and i admire her and i love that she was upfront about this because i think a lot of people need to hear it she was just a joy to talk to absolutely beautiful inside and out it seems and if you haven't tried a home court product put it on a wish list gift it to somebody anybody would love to have these products but y'all already know that because we have talked about it a thousand times enjoy this interview with courtney cox Courtney, so I met you a few months ago at Jenny Kane's uh, beautiful store. In New York? No, in LA. Okay. It was like Jenny Kane home. And you were talking about the brand. I got to try all the scents. It was fabulous. And when we were there, I asked you kind of like about home court and why this felt really authentic for you. And you kind of offhand mentioned, well, you know, like brands will come to me about hair stuff. And you're like, but my hair is falling out. So did your hair get fixed? It did. You know what? That's first of all,
2: why do I just say everything that I think? My hair was falling out and it it turns out because I have a, a weird thyroid, not weird, Every a lot of people have it, but I have, I'm um, hypothyroid. And then I think I got over medicated because I've had it for so many years. Your body changes depending on, you know, you just need to keep checking it. It really was coming out in like, crazy. It was on my seat. I have cream colored seats. So you would just see tons of hair. And now it came back. Everything was good. I've got all these little pieces of fuzz. This is all new growth. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. That's all new growth from the time we saw each other. And then I got over medicated again. And now my eyebrows are falling out. But thank God I microblade. Anyway, they'll come back. I went to a real
1: endocrinologist and I'm on the right track. Okay. We love to hear that. I'm very fascinated with endocrinologists. What finally got you to an endocrinologist? Just your hair? Or were there other, like, did you get a recommendation from a friend? I don't even know where to go, like who to go to. Uh,
2: There's a great guy in LA that I'd heard about, but my actual internist sent me to him, I've been on the same kind of medicine and we we do tweak it, but I didn't know that you're supposed to take your thyroid medicine completely by itself. You have to wait 30 minutes before you even have coffee. I didn't know you couldn't take it with other vitamins. So I think I've been doing it wrong for so many years. But uh, I think endocrinology, especially when you get older, it's so important. It's all about your hormones. And the reason why I went in the first place is that my joints were getting really swollen. I couldn't wear my aura ring, which I'm obsessed with, on this... Finger it. I still can't. So I went just last week, and he said you are hyperthyroid now. So now I'm. Oh, and I also lost a lot of weight and couldn't understand why because I'm I eat like a crazy person. Right.
0: Well, your hair
2: looks great and your brows look great. I think all my hair is in the front. You there's none in the back except this one little piece. So yes, think you'd mask it pretty well. I am uh, about to
0: embark on the postpartum hair loss journey soon. I'm sure no,
2: you're not. Well, I'm eight months pregnant. And oh, last... I was going to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, postpartum. I'm like, postpartum. what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're eight months pregnant. That's incredible.
0: Thank you. And my first pregnancy, I was like, oh, I'm not going to lose hair. I don't know what these people are talking about. And then all of a sudden, it was like you were explaining.
2: Is that what happens? You lose hair. I don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, you look great. Well,
2: congratulations. Do you know what you're having?
0: Thank you. I'm having a boy, and I have a I have a little girl in the living room right now. So,
2: ah, that's so cute. Hope they get along. Oh, they will. Court. Okay. Can I call you Court? Is that okay? Of course. Okay. Yes. Oh, my friends do call me Court or CC, but Court I like.
1: Yes, and we we want to talk about CC in a minute. But um, we kick off every episode with a question called "What's on your face?" Okay. Tracy, I might need you for this because I forget
2: the brand names. Okay. I do microblade my eyebrows. I did that. uh, The last time I did it was in Derry, Ireland. Who would have thought? And it was actually great. But then, you know, there's going to be little things that don't stick very little. So I use this actual fine point. I think it's Stila my lipstick, I've worn for years. I don't ever change it. And it is, is it Saint Laurent? Yeah. That's okay, Saint Laurent. And I never not, I mean, that's just the only thing I wear. I don't have it on right now. I've just recently been using this Dermalogica powder. I think it's called Milkfoliant. It's yep. in a white bottle. Microfoliant. Microfoliant. Oh my God, it's, it really cleans your skin. Um, it's powder and you mix. I'm a huge fan of Augustinus Bader. So I've been recently putting a little Retin-A in that and mixing it and using that in my face. And I, I'm, I think that's going to be my new thing for a while. I curl my lashes every day. I think that's an important thing for me. And I use pretty much any kind, but I like Tweezer Man or Sushedo curlers. And I use Voluminous Mascara, just L'Oreal Voluminous. Is that L'Oreal? And I just recently bought some By under eye concealers. What's it called? So Code Gen Doe. Oh. Mm -hmm. Is that it? I love their base and their concealer, but I also tried By Terry and I got two colors and I mix them together and that's my, oh, and I use this blush. Do you care this much? I'm really going into it. Yes, we care. No, we care. This is
1: very important to us.
2: (laughs) And then, okay, I use powder papers, but I, which obviously I forgot. And I use this Merit and it's a perfect shade where I just like that, that, and that. Anyway, then I put it and use a brush, some stipple brush and that's that's kind of all I do. Okay.
1: My dog is now barking nonstop. So go, go. I can get mine to bark if you want. She's hyping you up for all of those amazing recommendations. Quinn, for the love of God. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even hear it. I'm so used to my dog's barking. Okay. So I think people are fascinated with you for a few reasons. You have had longevity. You feel like you've been a part of everybody's lives forever. Just because I know, why do you have to rub it in? Why ever? (laughs) We love it. I just say for a long time. We love it. We love it. It's meant to as a compliment. No, I'm completely joking. Yes. And I think people are like, she really does feel like everybody's friend, you know, and you seem to be at least grateful for that. I think a lot of people like to kind of shun the things that kind of took them into the stratosphere. You seem to be very accepting of all of it and loving it. Oh my god. I, I'm i I'm just
2: thankful that I have been around for this long and that I'm still somewhat relevant and that people care. I would be really bummed if all of a sudden you didn't. Like then it would be sad. I wanna keep kind of reinventing myself in some way and I like people, so I don't I don't know. I don't I don't get bugged by whether it's used to be autographs, now it's like pictures or I don't know. I, I That's nice. I I I think it's great that people are still interested.
0: Speaking of this longevity, you know, and uh, you obviously could start any brand lately, and especially over the past few years, seems like celebrities have just been creating beauty brand after beauty brand, but you instead decided to pivot a little bit and create a skincare-inspired, sustainable beauty product line for your home, aka really, really beautiful, gorgeous, luxury cleaning products that smell so good. Kirby and I are obsessed. Love it. So tell us why you decided and how you decided on this idea and how you landed on home court.
2: Okay. I love scents and I've always put together things that I, I don't wear just one perfume. I put on oils, two oils mixed with a perfume. It's a layered smell that I've been wearing for years and years and years. So I thought, oh, I love candles. What about doing a candle that had a vessel that was nice and you could put other things in it It was a reusable vessel? I don't love glass where you see the black, you know, whatever it is when you light a candle. And I don't like labels. So I thought, okay, I want to make a candle where there is no label. It's it's unique. Then you just see home court at the bottom. It's very small. And then during lockdown, I was like, okay, well, there's nothing out. We spend so much time at home and I'm especially, uh, I love being home. I I don't mind going to dinner, but on Friday nights, I cook for my friends and Sundays I have gatherings and Mondays I eat the leftovers from Sunday. I just really love my home. I love changing it. I'm obsessed with design. And I thought, you know, tired of having products that you put under your sink or at the time I was was thrilled about Clorox, but, and I think Clorox has its place and believe me, I still think it's great for certain things, but for an everyday use, I wanted to make something that works, that's sustainable, that everything you said, that's passes all the beauty tests. It's natural. It's safe for your pets and kids. I mean, don't, drink it but it's just really (laughs) how it's it's safe if there's nothing toxic about it and it's comes from recycled plastic and it's recyclable I just wanted something that was beautiful. So I spent a lot of time on the design of it. I spent a lot of time on making it so it wasn't this big label home court. I want it to be very sophisticated and the font to be small and something you could leave on your counter. And now we have a tray that we put the products in and I leave all of it out. I leave my, and not just because I want people to see it and buy it. I would prefer it on my counter than without anything. It just looks good. But the fact that it has all the scents and well, there'll be more coming out, but these four scents we started with are things that one is called cc which is my personal scent one is a rose scent that i would smell something for my uh, the girl who dyes my hair she would put this balm on my hair so my the dye wouldn't get on your forehead this is your show so i'm not even going to let you speak the rest of it i just <laughs> look at you girls going no we don't want to talk we don't want to speak anyway i i sent this concoction to uh, this perfumery in and in france and they made the perfect rose that's not powdery. It's not, a, you know, old kind of smelling. It's, it smells like an actual rose. And I love cypress mint. That's like a Moroccan tea house. It's a, it doesn't smell like an antiseptic, like a mint. It actually is a layered, beautiful. I think it's a very sexy scent. And then neroli, people love neroli. And that's, that has like an incredible throw. You could smell that. If you light one in your bathroom, you'll smell it all over the house. So it came from being in lockdown that there's nothing like it. It's a niche that has not been done before. Exactly. No, really, the scents are
0: unlike anything Kirby and I have ever smelled in terms of especially candles and home and cleaning products. Like, you know, when you walk into that house and you're like, how do they get their house to smell so good? That has now become like our homes because of your products.
1: Yes, I am a neroli fan. I love neroli. That's the one I keep in my office. I have the hand wash, the dish wash, and the hand cream at the sink. And I also think it's important to talk about textures. I think sometimes people, they're like, oh, it's dish soap. Who cares? The dish soap is so decadent. It's not just watery. It's obviously a liquid, but it's thick enough that when you put it on a pan and you're getting ready to clean it, it's not just rinsing right out. It's really getting in there. And it smells incredible. You really do enjoy using it. You don't know this, but Sarah and I have been talking about this brand since you launched. We are huge fans. (laughs) We're we're so excited that you're on this podcast because we truly do think that you found such a great niche for yourself. That's not just run of the mill what everybody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? So you have the hand cream, you have the candles, you have all of these things. There's a new product and by the time this comes out, it will have launched. Do you want to share about that?
2: Yes. The next product coming out is a it's a room spray, but it's not just your typical room spray that when you spray it, it masks, smells this, and it smells good. Ours actually reduces odor. It neutralizes actual odors. It's the material, the products that are inside of it are put in there to do that. So it's not just a beautiful smell. It works. And I'm so excited about it. I've I've had it for months and months and I use it every single day. And I can't wait for people to be able to have this because it's incredible. The fact that it, I don't want to say kills, it neutralizes odors and reduces them. I
0: hate Febreze because it like bothers my nostrils, like my allergies <laughs> and my husband loves to use it. And I, I understand, especially with the baby and like, a, you know, diapers and all that stuff. It's like important and a dog sometimes. But I'm like, no, 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 no. This is what we're using going forward. That's right. And I might just even spray it on myself. <laughs> I know it's safe.
2: You don't know. You might do that. It's a new. it's I a mean, You can now. spray it in the air. Just walk through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um. I I, look, I don't, it's exactly what it is. It's, it is something that you could use like the other product. I don't know. Maybe theirs is a hundred percent. I don't know what their thing is, but just to have these, as you say, decadent scents, I thought that was really, I just thought it was something that hasn't been done that actually neutralizes, not just is a beautiful room spray.
1: How did you land on this? Courtney, like how did you get to this particular product? Because you could have gone in a lot of different directions, but why the room spray? Why the neutralization of odor? Was there like a particular moment where you're like, we have to make this? Well, that's actually another thing during lockdown when
2: the whole idea started. I was using that product, a lot of other products to help with germs. It, this is not that it's not a sanitizer, but it just, it does the trick. It does, you know, when your dogs come in and they've been walking and they're a little wet or, um, it, you know, I don't have a baby, but anything like that, it was just kind of came up during that time. And it's just a part of the air package that we have, you know, we have the candle and then we have that. And it's just, um, it was, it felt like the right thing, but I have other products that I want to do that involve being at home and things you need to do on a daily basis.
0: I feel like it'd be good for the car too. Ooh, that's a good, idea,
2: especially my daughter's car. Oh my God. I got to stock her up. (laughs) Good idea. Car.
0: Okay. So we've read stories about you being a great hostess. You posted that video of yourself organizing your books and like everyone knows how much Monica loved to clean have you always, you, you've always been a homebody and you said you like being home, but have you always been into like cleaning and
2: tidiness and cleanliness? I am extremely neat. I don't, I'm not a clutter person. I love for my home to feel really comfortable and I want it to be relaxed. And I have tons of people over, especially on Sundays. I want it to be like really inviting, but I am organized. And I am neat. And I do go and fluff the pillows all the time and I do clean my counter all the time. I can't help it. It's just who I am and I've been this way my whole life. I don't know that I'm as clean. I clean the counters things you can see, but I'm not in there scrubbing. I probably should, but I don't need to. But if I lift something up and it's dirty, I go, oh, shit, and then I clean. But I mean, I don't say like I have help, but I luckily
1: Don't look behind us where all of our beauty <laughs> yeah, products yeah, are just like, like sample it's like Sephora threw up in here because we have to get through all of it. It's going to give her a little anxiety. Give us some help. What are your tips? Let's say we have a listener who doesn't even know where to begin when it comes to organization. What is your tip? Like what is your first step? Okay. I have a friend
2: just the same way and he, I don't know why he cannot pull this together, but I think, you know, when Marie Kondo brought that book out, I mean, there's something really to that. And I know she's got a show. I haven't seen it yet, but I didn't read the book because I'm not a big sitting there reader. I just opened up and on the flap, it kind of just described what the book is about. So I don't go and put all my stuff in one room. I have, my ADD is way too bad. I would start it and then I'd walk away and I'd come back and go, Oh, what on earth am I going to do with all this? And I get overwhelmed and I would, so I just take a drawer at a time. And if it's not you know, something that's in a drawer, I just look around and I go, okay, who gave me that? Oh, I don't really love that. Why is that there? And then I give it away. And I make piles of things, like whether they're books that I know I'm never going to read. I mean, and when I say read, I'm never going to look at it. I, that's not my style. Why do I have that? Or, you know, everything's on the internet. Why do I need a book? You know, I just don't need certain things. Although I do like an atlas just because I'm so bad at geography and I don't want to try to blow up a map. So I did keep a really good atlas. But I think it's just going, do I love this? Is it, you know, I hate to quote people, but does it make me happy? Does it make the room, does it fit? A lot of times we have things that someone's given us and go, that's not actually my style. It's okay to not have things that cause clutter or it just makes me feel, I don't know. January 1st or 4th or when people are around after their break, I'm like, okay, everything, every closet, I don't want that. I don't need that. Please out, 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 out. And then you get to, when you see something special, that's when you can invest and buy something new. But I always say to Coco, clean your closet out before you get one new thing. Mm -hmm. And um, she doesn't listen to me, but it's a good concept.
1: You have a really hard job. You have people that obviously love and enjoy your work, but you also have critics. You have people that, you know, maybe write things about you that aren't true and mag, you know, rags and whatnot. As you've grown through this career, how have you, has your self-confidence improved? Have you always been a confident person? Would you say you're a confident person or like, how do you manage something like this? Well, I don't think I've always been confident. I'm pretty confident now. I mean, I've got struggles and
2: things that I, you know, I can't, the inevitable, I can't stand what every single article, and I didn't mind it earlier on, but, you know, if I were to read your name in print you wouldn't have your age next to it. I just don't understand why. Maybe they do it for athletes too. But an artist, let's say I was a painter. It wouldn't say Courtney Cox, parentheses, no one cares. But for some reason, when you're a celebrity, you have to know that. It's like, that's a little bit of a bummer. But I think that, as I've gotten older, I'm just much more confident because I understand life more. I understand people. I understand things aren't personal, which is a big thing. I used to take everything personally now. when at someone does something, I, I, I kind of can see why they would do it because of their childhood. I have just figured things out in a way that I, I wouldn't have had that kind of insight before. And I'm more confident because I believe in myself more. I believe in, Taking chances and making a fool of myself, and I believe in how, if I want to stretch in a character, do something that I've never done before, I t- really delve into it. I will take acting lessons you know on the, my show shining veil i I really do speak to my acting teacher every week. it's a set appointment, and I've been doing it forever, but why not layer the performance more? Why not really delve into things so i I think that I'm just more prepared for everything in life now.
1: How has your idea of beauty evolved since you were first getting started to now? Well, I think
2: less is more. As you get older, it's really important to I actually look horrible with a lot of makeup on. So I think just as fresh face as possible. I always say and say to Coco, don't forget about your body. You can wash your face. You can, I mean, don't put off thinking, oh, well, it's fine now. I'll worry about that later. No, no, no. Just do it because I didn't at all. I mean, you lay in the sun. I would, I've spots all over my body. But I think just deal with everything now. Like just take care of yourself. Drink a lot of water, do all the things, work out, do things that make you happy. It's kind of my beauty philosophy. And I love products. I love them. And then I can't stand the clutter. So I'm going, well, wait a minute. If I tried that and that and that, how do I know which one works? So I just have to use all of them. And then if I don't really know if I love it, then it just, I use it on my body. Even if it's for the face, just use it up, use it up. Yes. Spoken like a true beauty girl. We love that. Well, there's no point wasting. Right. Yes, exactly. Everything can be a foot cream. I found the best. Oh my God. I just got it on Amazon. You know, you get all, you see all these ads all the time for things. You know, the amount of times you're like, X, X, I don't want to see more. And then sometimes you're like, oh, I guess I'll try that. It's, I think it's called 10. I just got it. It's ten ten, maybe. Okay. It's like a deodorant stick, but it's not. You put it on your heels and your. And oh, I just 10 started over using 10. it. Yeah, 10, 10, 10 over 10. 10. I love it. It's great. Ooh. Oh, they make really, really awesome nail products. Oh, they like do? great cuticle oil.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Well, try their, I guess it's foot balm or something. It's really good. Sleep with it. Some socks.
0: Yeah. Look at that hack right there. So you're getting targeted all these ads, but I'm sure that you're also maybe being influenced by your daughter because... Like you mentioned, she's 18, beautiful, into beauty and very hip, I one can only assume. Does she like ever influence you into like any trending beauty products
2: or skincare or anything? Has she influenced your routine at all? Well, I mean, I just love the way she does her makeup. I've never done this before, but you know, sometimes she'll they put little freckles on their face. <laughs> I think that's, it was so cute. I wish I had freckles like that. She's just a really good makeup artist. She's fantastic, but... I don't know what she's influenced me. I think I influence her more as far as skincare. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. But she influences me. She keeps me in line whether I, you know, if I embarrass her, she'll make sure she tells me, please don't post that. That is so dumb or it's fine, mom, but you've got to change that song. It's so, you know, so I really listen to her. She She keeps me in line pretty much. She's like, mom, don't be cringe. Don't post that. Yeah, she. Uh, there's a few other words that she uses. Cringe is good, but <laughs> she's got some. I keep forgetting. There, well, I don't know what it's called. Chubby, maybe. Oh, <laughs> chuggy, oh. chuggy, <laughs> chuggy, chuggy. Yeah, I don't know if she says that anymore, but that was big for a second. These children I've done some scare me. things.
1: I, like I'm, I'm like, am I going to be chuggy tomorrow for something I didn't know I was doing? I don't know. Oh, scary! I'm like already
0: chuggy. Jeez. Are you?
1: No, you're not. Let me just accept being chuggy and move on with my life. So what Damn. does it mean? Like, like, ugh. yeah, is that what it means? Yeah. Well, so Gen Z and then like Gen X and boomers have all come together against millennials. So Sarah and I are like, what do we do wrong? We we just want to be a part of the in crowd. But everyone else seems to hate us every so day. X is what's happening now because I'm get confused. Yes. Okay.
2: So X thinks that the millennials, which is what you guys are, y'all are chuggy. Yes. And, but, oh, like, I'm along sorry. with Gen Z, but Gen Gen Z's the wait, when's daughter. Gen Z? Oh, my daughter. I th- what's X? Your X, right? I know. I must be like baby boomer or
1: something. No, we, you're X, aren't you? I'll just, just say I'm X. Okay. Let's just go you're, with that. You're X, so it's like <laughs> you and then your daughter are coming together against me and Sarah to be like chugs. <laughs> They're chugies. We can't oh, help yeah. ourselves. We're trying. You guys
2: don't seem too chuggy, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you are. You have jobs, and you, you know. Thank you. Aren't, aren't millennials supposed to be some? I don't know. Yeah, we're
0: supposed to be like lazy crybabies. Oh really? I don't know that many. I don't know that. Yeah, I've heard about it. So wait, your daughter is a really great makeup artist. Who does she
2: learn from? Did she teach herself? I guess you just learn it online, mm. videos and stuff. But she's also she's a good artist and she's a singer and she's really talented.
1: Everyone in Gen Z. I feel like is so, it's like the euphoria uh, generation. They learn and they figure things out. It's it's so cool. There's
2: like no awkward phase for them. Yeah, but sometimes they go too far with things. I mean, it's not easy to adapt. Not that they go too far. It's just like, okay, it's a whole new world we're supposed to learn. But they're also really creative. And I, I love that we're talking about people as generations. <laughs> Everybody's so individual. I don't know how that happened. Right. but facts. Okay, that's very probably millennial. I, kn- I haven't heard that word facts, but I like it. I'm going to use it. I use some of Coco's and it's, it doesn't really work for me. Like I'll say, f- if I say fire or, you know, <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? And I say, oh, I yeah. my know. niece,
0: my 16 year old niece always says like
2: slay. Oh, and slay. I'm like, I-, I love saying that just to bug her in front of her friends. I don't say it in my age range. Right. I would feel
1: weird saying, slay. I feel weird. say yeah,
2: I love it. Slay.
1: That's like Sarah and I are always like, what, what do the children say? Like we say that probably like 10 times a week. What are the children saying? Okay, Courtney. So home court celebrated. It's one year anniversary. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. And you had a pretty epic video for this uh, involving one Ed Sheeran, which is kind of crazy. I'm sure you've told this story. How did you even meet Ed Sheeran? Like how did, like, I feel like you're just everybody's favorite house to go to. Like, you're just kind of like, everyone come over. I'm the hostess. And then everyone comes and is like, she's the best. We're going to hang out. So so how did this even happen? How did you meet him? Because it
0: smells so good. Yeah, that's right.
1: right. Okay. So Ed was at a restaurant
2: not too far from here. And I was on a show called Cougar Town. And Bill Lawrence's wife, Kristen Miller, who was my co-star on the show, she had put one of Ed's songs on the show and she had said, she came up to him. He was at the restaurant and she walked over and said, Hey, you know, I've put one of your songs on the show. This is a long time ago. This is must be, this is over 10 years ago. Like I think about 11 years ago now. And she said, my friend, Courtney has uh, these gatherings on Sunday. Do you want to come tomorrow? And he's like, Sure. And he came over, we became immediate friends and he introduced me to my partner, Johnny yes. McDade. And I just have known him. He's just the most down to earth, wonderful guy. He always stays here. When he's in town. I love his wife, Cherry. He's got two amazing kids and he's just unassuming and kind and the most talented. He's played here a bunch for friends of mine. And on these gatherings, we have musicians a lot, not a lot, but it goes in spurts. Like that's I met Brandy Carlisle on Instagram and she became a friend and I directed her video and she comes over and sings sometimes. And not like it's a concert, it just happens after dinner and then people are just enjoying themselves. And I've had some really good people come over and perform.
1: I mean, it looks like it because from what we see on Instagram, but you also play, you, you taught yourself how to play piano, right? I did. i I have a great teacher, but he moved to Nashville, and I'm
2: really mad at him and upset about it um he's a lot he's on in my Instagram posts a lot, but yeah, he teaches he's just fun and he's he can play anything so any song right in the moment I'll say, "Oh, I'd love to learn always by Stevie Wonder, and then we just learn it but I play chords, I don't really read music, I can just tell you what a chord is <laughs> but I also forget easily, so I need to brush up because when he's not here i don't it's it's hard to. Want to read? I mean, I can't learn new
1: things on my own, right? That's very impressive. That's the beauty of life, though—getting to learn from other people. Okay, before we get into a speed round, I just need you to know that I love Scream. <laughs> it's very important to me. I really do. I love that. Um, okay. Oh, and this is like a weird. This might be a weird thing to say, but it's one of my comfort movies. I know some people that are like, "Oh, really like weird." Rom-coms it's are my strange. comfort movie, but like, I watched the first Scream, and I'm just like, it's nostalgia. It makes me feel calm and. It's, you know, people running around and getting murdered, but like, I enjoy it, whatever. So we have to talk about Scream 6. Well, first of all, how would you describe Gail Weather's aesthetic? Bold. I wouldn't say it's not in fashion. It's just more, she wants to be seen and noticed, I think. What can you share? Because the new one is coming out in March. What can you share? We have a Kirby resurgence, which is my namesake. So I'm very excited about that because I've never seen really a Kirby in a movie before. And we all thought she was dead. And then the last movie, we were like, oh, my God, she's living. She's thriving. She's not dead. It's great. So can you share anything? Can you share anything about this movie? Well, I can tell you that it is gorier than ever.
2: It's unbelievably scary. I don't really watch the movies. that do not relax me. (laughs) Um, I have to close my eyes. I don't think I've ever seen a whole screen even though i know who's behind the mask i know what the blood is i know what the kind of knife is i know all of it it doesn't matter i get really scared i can tell you that i have a great run in with uh ghostface and i've never had it like this and it was really fun it's set in new york city anybody could you know ghostface can be watching you but amongst the crowds you don't know which one is ghostface and it's during the holiday i mean a halloween season where people are dressing up it is so scary And action-packed. You know, the first scene of every scream. there's always some infamous, crazy opening murder. Whoa, this one is shocking. Okay. So do you generally not like horror? I love it. I'd love to get scared. I just don't, I can't watch. I can't watch actual violence. Like if, (laughs) I can watch someone hitting somebody. I don't want to see someone hitting themselves. I don't want to see like blood. And I think knives, I mean- when you, you can't really see certain uh, things, but knives, you can imagine what it feels like. Yeah, yeah.
0: Ugh. totally.
2: Yeah, and you're like, yeah, it really is relaxing. <laughs> okay, um, it's not relaxing per se. There, but you're
1: something- so worn out probably from screaming that afterwards you're like, that I'm relaxed. Yeah, I'm like, time to go to bed. Let's just <laughs> yeah. go to bed. Um, Love that. Okay, let's get into our speed round.
0: Okay, so first thing that comes to mind, Courtney, what is your
2: favorite home court scent? Cece. What is the best facial in LA? Mm, Lupita. I'm in Beverly Hills and I, maybe it's by Lupita. She just it's like massage and I want products that actually work. I'm not into like, oh, it's all aromatherapy. Uh-uh. I want some science behind it. So she uses great products, great machines, and she's incredible at massaging and she does extractions. I like that. You tell me, I mean, London is a different thing. I'm, I'm really into those um, Biologique facials. I just haven't find found out who does it here. Oh, you know who I love? Georgia Louise. She has a great <sighs> salon that yes. does Biologique. And she's great too.
0: Great. Well, across the street. Oh, well, actually not across the street anymore, right, Kirby? But on Melrose Place... On Melrose Place, there's a Biologique Recherche Spa Ambassade Are you serious?
1: Yeah, it's their it's their only ambassador in in the United States. So you where can, did you learn ambassador? That's the, that's what they call it. God, you guys are smart. Listen, I'm i a, I'm a girl from Texas. No, I can barely even say that word. So <laughs> thank you for even saying that. Yeah, I don't know if we said it correctly. It's a spa. It's beautiful. Yeah, seriously, I love Biologique Recherche. They do body treatments too. So yes. oh, okay, yeah. I'll be there.
0: Oh, ASAP. and they have the machine that like analyzes your skin and tells you like how dry it is and exactly what you need. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty epic. Oh, Do you know what it's called? The salon? Oh, it's just Biologique Recherche. Okay. Yep. Just Biologique. It's, it's Thank the brand. You. Okay. What is your favorite show right now?
2: Oh God, I watch docu-series and I watch, I mean, I'm into documentaries really. So I'm I'm not I'm not into one right now. Let me think. This is called a speed round, right? Do you have a few minutes? (laughs) Yes, we do. I mean, I think the last, this is so long ago, but like I love things like Escape from Dannemora. That was incredible. Things that are short-lived, I I like to finish something. I can't think of anything right now. I mean, I love all those true crime things. I know that's not original, but I love true crime, so. What's your favorite Lola V product? I love their leave-in conditioner. I love their shampoo and conditioner. This is one anti-frizz. I mean, she has been she gives them to me early on. So I've been using them for a long time. I can't remember what it was called, but I would say the leave-in conditioner is really good for my frizzy hair and my new growth. We love her products. Yeah, she's incredible. I mean, it's so perfect. It's like I make cleaning products. She makes hair products. You can't beat that. Right. You know, on brand. We love this. It's a feel. natural, yeah. What
0: has been your biggest beauty regret? If you have any. Fillers. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. Why? and just not realizing it's a it's a domino effect. It's like, you don't realize that you look a little off. So then you keep doing more because you look normal to yourself and you look in the mirror and go, oh, oh that looks good. You stink and you don't realize what it looks like to the outside person and just doing too many fillers and then having to have them removed, which thank God they are removable. But thinking I was getting older when I was really young and that's just a bummer a waste of time so i think i've mess i messed up a lot and now i mean luckily i can you know i was able to reverse most of that and now i'm actually just older
1: i mean honestly court like you are so stunning i think that a lot, a lot of people that go overboard with fillers like they don't look as good as you <laughs> Or they're not able
0: to like get back to a place where they look like themselves.
2: Yeah. I look at pictures of me when I thought I looked okay and I can't believe it. I even, uh, my publicist wouldn't let me post this, but I wanted to say uh, like uh, before or uh, what I was and what I am. And then the caption would be, oh, this is what my friend was talking about. Because, you know, when you, when someone's talking to you and saying, you know, I I don't know. And you're like, what? I don't do anything. I mean, I have nothing here. I mean, nothing there. And right. then you don't realize, oh yeah, well, that probably floated down. That probably was, mm-hmm. you know, you don't remember. And, and, you know, but there is, I think it's hyaluronic acid or something that does, it can dissolve it. Is that what it is? I can't remember.
1: Yeah. The filler. So filler is typically hyaluronic acid and they can dissolve that. But, you know, like we, we have plastic surgeons on this show and they say, You know, it says that it dissolves after a certain amount of time, but we're looking underneath the skin and we're seeing like scar tissue and stuff from. Oh, for sure. Overdoing it, you know, so we always try to be very open, like we don't judge anybody for doing anything, but we also like to present, you know, both the pros and cons of all of these things. Oh, my God. It's so important if people could realize that. And I think you're right. I'm sure there's scar tissue
2: things that they can't do anything about. I mean, I don't think anything's wrong with Botox when I'm acting. I don't do it. But. You know, when I'm done, it's like okay, maybe I don't need all of those, and I I don't I don't think that's horrible. No, but that can be overdone too, especially out here. Doctors, don't you're like oh I, you know they'll say oh well no we're going to give you the actor dose. The actor dose is way too much for me. I can't. I just need the littlest bit. I'm very
1: sensitive. Right. Finally, everything comes back around, right? So we are experiencing this influx of '90s beauty trends. What is your favorite 90s beauty trend that you've liked to see come back around? Okay, will you please tell me what that is? Okay. So like, actually, the Rachel came back. The Rachel came back
0: as something that you loved back in the 90s that you would love to see come back. Or maybe something you see your daughter rocking
2: where you're like, well, I started that. I did that. I mean, they're so cute, those kids that age that that works. But I mean, I don't want to I don't mind shoulder pads. I've got pretty broad shoulders as it is, but I don't need to look like, what's his name, burning down the house, talking heads. (laughs) I don't need to wear boxy coats and I don't want to. That is very back right now, the oversized blazer. I don't like oversized things. I don't know why I think I just look weird in them.
0: Well, you're tiny.
2: What else is there? I don't remember the 90s. Is that just during the friends (laughs) days? Um, Yeah, like like a skinny brow. Oh, no, no. Oh my God. That's another beauty thing. Don't pluck your eyebrows. My daughter has the most beautiful arched eyebrows. And I said to her, please, please, please do not. I don't care how, like I'm thinking of my friend, Marissa Barrera, who is on in Scream the last two and oh, yeah. she is gorgeous and she has the best eyebrows. I I think eyebrows are great. I, I microblade mine to fill them in and I love them. I love the thicker to me without being, I mean, I just,
1: I could go a little thicker. I think I like same. I love your brows. Okay. So that was our last speed round question. One last thing I want to ask is obviously Jenna Ortega is also in Scream. She came in for Scream 5. I thought she was incredible in it. How has it been working with her? I mean, she, her star has risen drastically in the past several months. It's crazy. Like, first of all, she's a great actor. She's gorgeous. She's a nice
2: person. She is just charming. So I don't know what happened, but I have heard that. So I'm kind of not in, like, I don't know how that manifests other than she deserves it.
1: Love that. Awesome. Courtney, thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And thank you for making our home smell
2: so delightful. Yes. Oh, I, I'm so happy you like it.
0: We can't wait to see what else you come out with. Hopefully a body fragrance. So I don't use the deodorizer on myself. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, where can everybody find Home Court? Well, you can find
2: it at homecourt.co. co. Homecourt.co. I don't think it will disappoint people
0: that's our show. Thank you for listening. Follow us on all platforms for announcements and opportunities at Los Angeles pod and join our Facebook group to share your own reviews.
1: Los Angeles was created by Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It is a part of the ACAST network. Our episodes are mixed and edited by Roxy Flo and Stacey Abarca.